Greetings and welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, host of the show Stay Here on Netflix and former hit record producer and also owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So make sure you absolutely blow up that subscribe button, give it a like, and please share this podcast with someone else that you think might get value from it. podcast is an interesting one. There has been the phenomenon of the digital carrot appearing in all facets of the real estate industry. It's very easy to be drawn to the shiny, new, pretty thing and lose track of what we actually need to do as professionals. In today's podcast, I'm going to go over some of the pitfalls of distractions and also some of the technology that is actually very useful to us as real estate professionals. So, Without further ado, it is now time to jump into another episode of the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you. What exactly does the Uberization of industry mean? And what does it mean to us? It works for any industry, a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker. It doesn't matter what industry you are in. But I want to talk about some of the techniques that we can use to kind of enhance this technology that it's taking over so many aspects of so many different parts of all industries that I can think of. The Uberization of our industry, and I'm going to refer to the real estate industry because I'm in real estate. Lots of you guys who tune in are in real estate and how to flourish in a digitized world. Now, this is my opinion. But this is something that I fundamentally believe in. I spoke about this at the Steve Schull event. I spoke about it at PLG. And I'm going to kind of take a little bit of a deeper dive into it right now. My opinion. But I believe that there is a digital carrot. There is a digital carrot that is almost like um, we race the dogs, right? We race the dogs. And the dogs chase after this fake hair. And then they get to the end and then, you know, they got, they're all exhausted. One of them wins, but they're, they're actually chasing something that isn't real. And I'm seeing some similarities with our industry. There is a lot of what I call shiny new object syndrome, where we keep running towards technology, technology. How can we make our clients' lives easier? How can we have a completely contained environment from beginning to end? How can we do it all quickly? How can it be when they hit a button that we appear and this, that, and transactions and everything self-contained and it's all sterile and it's in this environment? I think there is value in technology, don't get me wrong. I'm a techie, I'm a tech nerd. But what I am more than anything is a strategist and I guess I follow kind of social patterns of what occurs. In parentheses, I guess you would call that streetwise. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. So here is the craziness. As human beings, if we chase after doing what computers can do better than us, we're going to fail. If we're going to try and be faster and smarter and compete against things like Redfin and all of these other technologies that we're only really in the first decade of, 
We're going to fail. And so what I want to talk about today is binary versus the gray area. Binary, we will never win. If it's a binary decision, meaning a yes or a no, a computer is always, always going to come up with that answer quicker than us. If I go, what's 10 times 10? A computer is going to do it in a thousandth of a second quicker than me, way, way, way quicker than me. But if I say to a computer, hey, what do you think of Rogue One? It is not going to have an answer. So where am I going with this? As people in commerce, as people in industry, the most powerful assets that we have are empathy, trust, compassion, hope, and aspiration, and a whole bunch of other words that you can fit into that slot. There is this movement in the real estate industry where the industry needs to be Uberized. It needs to be Uberized. I don't consider myself somebody that can be Uberized, meaning am I just going to be conveniently available? Yes, of course, I'm going to be available to clients and agents and real estate professionals. But am I literally going to be at the end of an iPhone app? No, I am not. I think as real estate agents, and I, I read this article in Inman, this article in Inman was really great. And it says we as real estate professionals should consider ourselves much more of a family asset. For example, I have three children. If one of my kids gets sick, I'm not going to hit an Uber doctor for the most convenient doctor that's around the block. I'm going to go to someone that knows my family, that I like, that I trust, that has empathy for me, that is going to only want the very best for me and my family. Same with an attorney. God forbid if I ever get in a situation where I need an attorney. Am I just going to hit, you know, 1-800-UBER-LAWYER? No, I'm not. I'm going to go after someone that has worked with people I know, that is trusted by people I know, that is liked by people I know, that has empathy for my family, that wants the best for my family, and that aspires to deliver the best service. Now, a lot of what I'm talking about is not new, right? But I believe there's a smoke screen going on with shiny new object syndrome. And what I implore everyone to do is get in front of their clients with personal interaction. I'm going to come back to some techie ways to do that in a minute. In 2015, there was this platform that came out to this big hurrah. It's like a self-contained platform where you can find the house. You can put an offer in with the house. You can do the inspections, title, escrow, everything was in this bubble of this company that came out. It was going to completely and utterly change the real estate industry. Well, that company now is struggling supposedly, and is up for sale. It's my opinion that the reason why that company has not succeeded is because that platform does not make people feel warm and squishy. It's as simple as that. When I'm buying a car, right, I still need to look into the dude's eyes or the woman's eyes as they give me the keys and go, if something goes wrong, I can bring this back, right? I need accountability. I need to look at someone and feel some kind of trust and compassion. I also want to give you an example about what happened in the music industry. Lots of you know I was in the music industry. And I was in the music industry when it went from reel-to-reel -reel tape, two-inch tape, into CDs. Yes, I'm that old. Many of you don't even know what CDs are. But there was this whole hurrah of when it went from tape to digital that the quality became so much more extraordinary 
And there was this, oh my, all the train spotters and all the people were like, oh, CDs, you're listening to digital. There's no tape hiss. You can hear every single nuance. Oh my God, oh my God. And the recording industry went nuts. Then came along MP3s that completely sucked out so much of the quality of the original digital recordings because it was compressed, because that's what MP3s are. They're a compression rate. But the general public didn't care. They didn't hear the difference. They, they're not train spotters. It was convenient and it worked. And that sent the music business into a tailspin. This is why I'm imploring everyone out there, the commodity that we have that has the most value is personal interaction. Personal interaction, right? Now that doesn't necessarily mean having a coffee with someone. It does mean that. It doesn't mean having dinner with them. Of course it does. But personal interaction amplifies those qualities that are non-repeatable, such as trust, empathy, compassion, hope, aspiration. And when you sit with a client or a family or a person or someone you just met and you talk about their hopes and dreams and what they want to do with the sale of their house or the sale of their business or as they open a new company... It can never be conveyed in an email or a text. It can never be conveyed by a platform. And this is why I implore all of you out there. This is why I'm so much into social media because social media is the strategy because social media demonstrates what sort of person we all are. It demonstrates our optimism. It demonstrates our belief structures. It demonstrates our compassion. It demonstrates our parenting skills. Who cares if there's a platform that's sterile that can make a transaction a little quicker? What I do and what I encourage all my agents to do and what I encourage you guys to do is don't just have a sterile interaction with your clients over a transaction or pre-transaction. Take the time and book a phone call in. Take the time and book a video conference in. And then if you need to do prospecting, don't just send cold emails. You can use BombBomb. I got BombBombed by a title officer the other day, and I'm, I'm techie and nerdy, and it still caught me by surprise. And I still liked it, and I still wanted to call the guy, right? Because he sent me, I felt duty-bound that he had taken the time to do a BombBomb to send to me. So I responded back. When we just send cold text messages and we just send cold emails... It's not surprising that the response rate drops. The iPhone is an unbelievable device. You can FaceTime with people. You can send videos via text. If you don't want to send bonbon, send your clients or your prospects a personal video. Hey, Peter, just what? Hey, Peter, I just wanted to check in. I haven't spoken with you in six months. Love to see how you, Cindy, and the kids are doing. Let's connect at some point. Hit me back when you've got a moment. Send. The chances of somebody responding to that, I believe, are exponentially more massive. I believe our clients want fast and accurate. That doesn't necessarily mean the fastest. So I want to finish with this. Please remember, we are peddlers of trust. There is nothing that can replace that. No computer can Uberize our trust, and no computer can Uberize our empathy. 
As long as we're peddlers of trust, compassion, empathy, and hope and aspiration, and as long as those are the arrows in our quiver, our future is bright. When we upstage those qualities with shiny new object syndrome, I believe we undersell the value of ourselves and our business. And that is why I feel those of us who proclaim who we are, who demonstrate what sort of people we are on social media that don't blend in, therefore stand out, will flourish and succeed and will take more business from those people who don't as the years roll by. This is just something that I'm very, 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 very passionate about. And I actually think the digital age is glorious because it's allowed boutiques to kind of sandwich their way in amongst the big boys. Case in point is this, the fashion industry. Boutiques are flourishing better than they have done in years. And the giants are filing for bankruptcy. I think that is just a precursor to everything that's going to be happening in global commerce. It's reverting back to niches. It's reverting back to those people who have a voice. That's about it for another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for being with me. I hope you were not too distracted by listening to my podcast about not being distracted. Anyway, I do appreciate you. I appreciate your comments. I appreciate all the messages that I'm getting. I appreciate my new listeners and my old listeners. And I will be back again next week. Don't forget to comment, to like, and to share. Subscribe, of course. And please, most importantly, feel free to share this content with someone else that you think might get value from it. And this is your mate, Pete Lorimer, signing out for another week. Toodles. Toodles.